I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know... Bracket Madness coming off the weekend. What was 64 or 68 last Tuesday is now 16. The Texas Longhorns are a part of it for the first time in 15 years. Hopefully you're playing along with our bracket contest at hornfm.com. Ty and I are tied for fourth place, four points back, but that's good for 24th place, Ty. 24th place. There's a lot of us. Need the horns to win millions. Well, I actually am in a spot where I need Houston to win it because I picked Houston in that Elite Eight matchup. Um, I'm not sure if I regret that at this point. So a lot to do if you're uh, having a look at your bracket. Uh, the number twos are wild, Buck. There are two number ones left, Houston and Bama. There are two twos left, Texas uh, UCLA. and UCLA, who are going to have a big matchup this week with Gonzaga. Uh, there are two threes left. Gonzaga is left and uh, Xavier, who the Longhorns will play. Mm-hmm. There's a four seed in UConn, which a lot of people like coming in, and Danny Hurley's team or Dan Hurley's team is through. They got a win last night. A couple of five seeds have made it. Miami, the Hurricanes, that's a team that Texas uh, could face if they were able to upset Houston in the 1-5 matchup in Kansas City. San Diego State, who Ty told you about last week, keep an eye on the uh, the Aztecs. Are they still called the Aztecs? Yes. I think so, yes. Okay, good. Good. That's uh, They're good. That's a good veteran team right there. Also, there is a uh, seven seed in Michigan State. Actually, there are two three seeds. K-State is a three seed, and Xavier is a three seed. They're both in. And what else do we have? We have a seven in Michigan State, an eight in Arkansas, nine in Florida Atlantic, Rick Barnes in a four seed Tennessee. Still alive, Buck. How about the, that group? A lot of people thought Duke was going to beat them. And without Zagai, Zagai Ziegler, their great point guard, who's out with that knee injury, Tennessee. They played big, Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee struggles to score, but they just played bully ball with yes, Duke. Yes, they did. They played big. Oh, man. Rick Barnes said, hey, let's get really, yep. really physical with this team. And they absolutely did it. Uh, Gonzaga is through. They won a, a good game with TCU last night, knocked out the Horn Frogs in a good basketball game. And hey, the Creighton hey. Blue Jays beat Baylor in the 15 seed Princeton. How about Princeton? Out of the Ivy League, they're going to play Creighton coming up on uh, on Friday. Talking about knowing, knowing your role and how you play the game of basketball, Princeton still does it. Hey, man. They play an all-around game. And I thought Creighton was really impressive yesterday against uh, Baylor. Uh, Baylor's defense was going to get them eventually, and it did last night. Certainly did. And Princeton, Creighton, there you go. By the way, Jethro Barkley, <laughs> who, who amongst us has never put on two-a-days that semi-not-clean jock for the afternoon session of football. 
you know, because we didn't have those fancy, you know, we didn't have those fancy pants back in the day there, Ty, you know, for afternoon deals, you know, the fancy tight ones that they wear now. So we had to keep Uncle Billy in there, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that sometimes you didn't get to get that jock wash, but jock not, wash, <laughs> you know, not often, not often, Barkley. That is just, that's just weird. <laughs> That's Just put it on in the shower and go near soap up your uni. I like that. Jock wash. Oh, man. How did he dry it? That's what he said. He said he hung it out to dry because he could put it on the plane the next day. That is such a bogus story. <gasps> not buying That's any so part of that. Weird. Not buying any part of that story. I can so, see it in the sink, putting it in the well, sink. Listen to what he said. Charles Barkley was trying to say he was in the, in the NBA because they, they were flying coach. Like, so what? Even when you got into the NBA at Auburn, Charles, they had guys that would wash – they had washers and dryers at the They had two room. unis. <laughs> they had extra uniforms, and they could wash and dry your clothes. You only had one set of unis? Really? In the NBA? I even know at my house. I know your wife doesn't allow you to use the equipment. No, no I can't use the equipment. It's too fancy. Like, my washer has a, has a speed dry function that can wash something in 15 minutes, and then it'll dry it. I can get something knocked out in about 40 minutes. There you go. get something that I needed to wear cleaned. But, um, Yes. But a lot going on. Good, good stuff from the tournament this weekend. We'll have a look at your bracket and uh, about Florida Atlantic. That's I mean, Florida Atlantic and Princeton are the two complete. Where do they come from, teams? Everybody else probably would have believed when the tournament began, including Arkansas, who beat Kansas and knocked out the one seed. Kansas, Arkansas got a really good team. They got uh, three first round draft picks. Yeah, I mean they're just probably young. the best eight seed I've ever seen. They're just extremely young, is all. And uh, remember, Texas played them in a in an exhibition game. Um, early in the it, like in the before the season started, and they beat them by like thirty points at the Moody Center. It's kind of like when we knew Texas had a pretty good team, and then they beat Gonzaga, then they beat Creighton, and now here they are in the Sweet Sixteen. But Arkansas has talent; they just had to come together. And, and um, Eric Musselman, you, you you a fan of Eric Musselman with the shirt off? Um, if it, if that's what he does, that's okay. If it's acceptable to his fans, and that's a good way to make play- everyone hate you, and his players don't mind it, that's okay. I mean that floats that dude's boat, and that guy's wife doesn't mind him taking his shirt off. Hey, he was pretty, pretty buff. Well, no, you need to stop right there. He can't be showing that off walking around now. <laughs> you, that's something he did at Nevada. So I guess at the moment, I know how you look, must look good him. in your teddy, but no, him without his shirt on is a bad thing. Probably. I, bad. I followed up on the uh, on that story from last week. By the way, I asked my friend who. If you missed it last week, ended up in my bed with me. Yeah, he said, "I quote for quote this direct quote. Okay. I just wanted to. I was cold and I just needed to get warm." And I was like, "That is not helping either of our." That cases still doesn't here. help the case. <laughs> no. I mean, okay, grab another blanket from somewhere. <laughs> really, I still don't get. Put that your story. clothes back on. I thought I thought, I thought I'd put just that story you need behind to, me. Uh, yeah, it's still alive because hey, I just wanted to get warm. You and your spoony boyfriend <laughs> or really? friend. <laughs> I just wanted to get warm. Well, okay. take one of the three dogs and go out into the living room and lay on the couch That's with one right. of the dogs. That story still be threw getting me all for a loop. snuggled up to tie. Threw me for a loop back on Friday. Going leg over leg. I mean, really. All right, let's get to the headlines. Trending topics on a busy Monday morning, obviously. Top Gun Equipment Rentals gets you caught up on the uh, the busy weekend on your first day of spring. It was a cold shooting night for the Longhorns, but uh, they were able to lean on their defense. And big man Dylan DeSue to survive their second-round matchup with 10-seeded Penn State and advance to the Sweet 16 for the first time in 15 years on Saturday night. It was a night that saw the Longhorns make just one of their 13 three-point shots they attempted, but 
It was the former Hendrickson Hawk, uh, DeSue, who stepped up in a huge way, delivered the best game of his Texas career, reported in a game-high 28 points, a 14 of 20 from the floor. That propels the Longhorns to a 71-66 win. Texas also came up big on defense. Uh, they held Penn State, one of the top three-point shooting teams in the country, to an 8-for-28 night from distance. Uh, that's also 12 points below their scoring season scoring average. Longhorn Sweet 16 bound for the first time since the 07-08 year. Head coach Rodney Terry, an assistant on that team under Rick Barnes. Fifteen years later, he's taking the Horns to the second weekend as the man in charge. It's a really good Penn State team. Man. I'm telling you, this group here, I mean, I couldn't sleep one night because these guys can really shoot the basketball and they were the best passing team I've seen all year. And, and Pickett, he's a pro. He's a good player. We did a great job on him by committee. And, uh, man, I'm so proud of these guys right now. We're back in the Sweet 16, Craig. Certainly is. Texas will head back to Kansas City. That's the same floor in the arena. They just won the Big 12 championship a week ago. They're going to face third-seeded Xavier. 8.45 is the tip time. It's the fourth and final game of the Sweet 16 from Thursday to Friday. Midwest region's uh, top seed Houston will be there as well. They're going to face fifth-seeded Miami. Houston got the win uh, yesterday, uh, on, on Saturday as well, Saturday night. Uh, over Auburn, Miami took down Indiana yesterday, so they are in as well as the five seed. Winners will meet in the Elite Eight. Kansas State, the only other Big 12 team to advance to the second weekend, as the third seeded Wildcats took down Kentucky yesterday in a really good game. Top seeded Kansas, along with Baylor, TCU, Iowa State, and West Virginia, out of the Big 12, all eliminated on the first weekend. Texas Longhorns women's team overwhelmed 13th seed East Carolina on Saturday night, 79 to 40. They're a win away from the Sweet 16 on the women's bracket. They're going to play tonight. Their opportunity. They'll play fifth seed at Louisville, 6 o'clock at Moody Center. Looking to advance to that round. It uh, tips at 6 tonight. You can hear it over on 105.3 The Bat. Texas baseball team finished off a three-game sweep of New Orleans yesterday. That extends their win streak to 10. 9-3 was the final at the dish. They're now 14-7 and on the year. Ten straight wins have all come during their 14-game homestand, on which they've outscored opponents 92-30. to Home cooking extends into tomorrow night. They're going to host Incarnate Word, and then we'll open Big 12 play at the Dish this weekend, hosting Texas Tech in a real good series. Also from the busy weekend, the two NFL teams here in the state of Texas agreed to a trade yesterday. Early yesterday announced the Houston Texans are going to send wide receiver Brandon Cooks to the Dallas Cowboys for a 2023 fifth-round draft pick, pick, up, pick number 161, and then a 2024 selection in the sixth round next year, uh, the following year. Houston will pay $6 million of Cooks' $18 million salary this season. Cowboys will pick up the remaining 12. It's the second trade for a quality veteran. The Cowboys have pulled off. They also acquired cornerback Stephon Gilmore uh, from Indianapolis last week. Soccer, rough night for Austin FC. Saturday down in Houston. Oaks lost to the Dynamo 2-0. They fought a 2-2 on the young season. Baseball. Team USA has a chance to defend its title as the world champions of the world after they clinched a spot in the World Baseball Classic Championship game last night in Miami. They decisive 14-2 semifinal win over Cuba. USA will now await the winner of today's semifinal between Japan and Mexico. And a tough break there for Houston Astros second base on Jose Altuve Saturday night. The All-Star suffered a fractured right thumb when he was hit by a pitch during the WBC game between Venezuela and the U.S. Astros say they'll reevaluate the All-Star, but he's expected to miss at least a month, maybe longer. Horde Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Tree limbs are on the ground and steel chainsaws are on our shelves. So come get them and any other equipment to help with storm cleanup at Top Gun. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. I'll say this, Ty. You have replaced the poop deck story with that one. This, that is the most outrageous of all, E, right there. I don't care. I don't care how he and his buddy try to spin it. Well, Not good. Well, I, 
Ty needs to spin it, but his buddy is one that really needs to tell the tale because Ty was apparently already asleep and passed out after all the electric <laughs> jellyfish they were drinking. He was already out. I was I was not involved in this his decision making. He decided to crawl in the bed with okay. Ty all right. in a house full of beds. He could have slept in any of the beds. <laughs> a house full of beds. I love that a bed on every corner. Well, you're house sitting for your dad, right? So I'm assuming there's multiple bedrooms with five other beds. beds. Five, five other beds. Four, four other beds. Yeah. Couches, beds. And extra blankets. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of places to get warm. Yeah, I got you. I'm not down with that forget story. The, forget the but poop. You know yeah, we're not down with that. Teach his own. You got, you got a boy. All, all I would on. say that's your is, boy. Uh, I, that's, I your, got that's, it. that's your good buddy. All I would say is uh, the one thing that really put me over the edge on Friday was when you said you drank, you shared three pitchers of electric jellyfish beer, Oof. but then you, when you got home, you had a nightcap. You two shared a <laughs> nightcap. Maybe he got the wrong idea. I don't know. <laughs> it was that nice, the nightcap that got him. Maybe he's it's like, one hmm. for the road. Hmm. He said, let's have a night. <laughs> All right. Dylan DeSue uh, is the man. Dylan DeSue was the man on Saturday night. The Longhorns are a winner, and they're on to the Sweet 16. What a night. And, yes, it's fair to say the Longhorns have beaten a 15 seed and a 10 seed. Xavier's beaten a 14 and an 11, and they're going to meet on Friday night. But what can you say about Dylan DeSue? I mean, just what a performance. I mean, we knew going in he was the most outstanding player of the Big 12 tournament, so he was playing with a lot of confidence. He had a really good game in their win on Thursday night uh, over the 15 seed uh, to, to get to the game with Penn State. And obviously, as we talked about on uh, on Friday, they were going to need a, a strong interior presence because Penn State's a perimeter-oriented team, and they're they're really good shooting the ball from the outside. They're, they're good defensively on the perimeter as well. Uh, who was going to get after it down low, and it was Dylan DeSue over and over again. Just a career night, Buck. I mean, the bucket had to seem like it was, uh, you know, three feet across when he was lining up to shoot those shots. 14 of uh, fourteen of 20 from the floor, but he was 14 of 19 when he was in the paint. That's where Texas outscored Penn State 40-24 to 24 in the paint, and it was the difference in the basketball game, without a doubt. They both, neither team shot well. Rebounding was pretty even. Uh, Texas out-rebounded Penn State by four. You know, fast break points were even. I mean, everything was pretty even. Down yeah, watch, to, and, yeah, and watching that game, there was not a time that he, when he started to get going, that you thought the ball wasn't going in the basket. Yeah, no. I mean, I, mean, just, I was like, oh, that's good. That's going to be good. Money. Yeah, I'm Count like, it. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, just uh, – Fadeaway jumper, that's good. Just just really, really strong. And the announcers and, were just thrilled. Yeah, well, you know, we've seen him – whatever switch flipped midway through – February, where he just decided, you know what, I'm not just going to be a, a dirty work, grunt, You're right. rebounder, defense guy. I can score. I can score. And I'm going to be able to get after it. His confidence has just risen. I go back to that game with Baylor that they lost in Waco where no one else really showed up, and he scored 24 points and was making threes. And remember, they, remember that was the game where Texas built an 18-4 to lead, and then Baylor really dominated the game from there. Dylan DeSue helped them build that 18-4 to lead. He was on fire, uh, and it was it was just outstanding. Uh, so I, I mentioned the tweets that came in after the game. Kevin Durant uh, put out a tweet on Twitter because that's where you tweet stuff. He said, "See y'all in the sweets in the 16. Game ball goes to Dylan DeSue. Looked like a young Lamarcus Aldridge out there. Let's get it." And he, he uh, added Texas men's basketball. Royal Ivy had a nice tweet said, "The real UT. How sweet it is. I know how it feels. We're back. Wow, I'm so happy for those guys. Rodney Terry is my coach." He said. Also, LaMarcus Aldridge had a tweet, said, big-time win, fellas. Dylan DeSue, way to carry us. And how about this one? I saw this tweet come in from uh, Garrett Wilson, Buck. You know Garrett Wilson. He plays football mm-hmm. for the New York Jets. He's likely to be catching balls from Aaron Rodgers this year. He said, I love seeing the University of Texas value the talent that's in their backyard of Austin. 
Now they're winning. Crazy how that worked. Love to see it. Ha, ha, ha. There you go. Got his shot in on the way? Yeah, he's got to get a shot. Like, hey, well, it, it would indicate that maybe he didn't get as much. I mean, he doesn't think Austin area kids get enough recruiting love from the big school right here in the in the capital city. I don't know. I don't know. That's, I would argue. Uh, there's a lot of local, at least on the football team, too. It's it's getting, it's changing. But, mm-hmm. but I think, uh, you know, it hasn't. You and my buck have been doing this long enough. Which been, gosh, we were doing this one 15 years ago when Texas was there last. Actually, you know what I was thinking about last night? When I put my head on the pillow and was going to sleep after a long weekend, the last time Texas made it to the Sweet 16 was the year that you and I stopped doing the show together for a little stretch. Yeah, it was. It was 08. It was 08. And I had left the other radio station to go to the new radio station, and which became this radio station. But uh, yeah, that was, and so that was. And a, I needed the insurance because I had kids who were breaking their faces well, that was every the, time they turned around. Right. And that was the, uh, that was the stretch where. We didn't do the show for together for a mm-hmm. few years and uh, two and a half years. Uh, so we didn't get to document and talk about that Final Four run, that Sweet Sixteen run with Rick Barnes and Rodney Terry as an assistant. And uh, uh, it's it's good for them to be. I I can tell you when two thousand eight. I didn't think that would be the last time because I was always of the opinion that it wasn't if Rick Barnes will win a national championship, it's when. And it didn't happen. It didn't happen. It grew stale, and we know how that ended. And you know the uh, the shock of smart situation was not. Uh, and then Chaka's out again in, in in the first weekend after Marquette's lost to Michigan State. And Rodney Terry doing just a heck of a job, and I think he's earned the respect of that entire locker room without a doubt, whether he ever needed to earn it or not. Uh, but, you know, the fact that Kevin Durant and LaMarcus Aldridge and T.J. Ford most you know voraciously supporting Rodney Terry to become the new head coach at Texas would uh, would tell you, you know, we can say what we want about it. I think he's earned the opportunity to to be the coach here. You said it. Well, the, the the alumni and the best players in the history of the program are saying it too, and that's that's going to be hard for the athletic director to ignore. Well, it's it's just it's a it's a good thing when the people have a lot of respect for the guy. The guy's been here twice. It's not like he just came on the block. I mean, Rick Barnes thought he was good enough. By the way, Chris Beard thought he was good enough. One of the bring, first hires yeah, he made. Yeah, that he made. So if you think highly of Chris Beard, which a lot of people do in the in the basketball world, then he's the one who hired him. So I mean that. I mean, I don't know what else. I don't know what else you can do except for go ahead and win a national championship. Don't let the pressure of anything. Okay, you don't have the job. Keep fighting, and your team should just keep fighting and keep moving forward. Don't worry about what's going to happen in the future. You you make the future happen. You know, you well, got the opportunity to do that. And sure. it looks like that's what the players are doing. But to have this kind of support, I think it's fantastic. It really, it really is. Yeah, it's what you want. It's what Chris Beard wanted. Let's be honest about Absolutely. that. One of the reasons he hired Chris Ogden away from UT Arlington and, and Ron, Rodney Terry was to get the whole family back together again. And to bring Rodney Terry back, bring bring Chris Ogden, who played here for Rick Barnes, and um, you know build this program on that foundation. And obviously, Chris Beard's no longer here, but the rest are. And that same vision. No, can, they had their goals and they had their vision. You're sure, right. That that same vision can move forward. Now, I guess I, the conversation will be had this week about that. I know there's been a lot of it over the weekend. I mean, fact would be this. I mean, Rodney Terry, they could lose Friday against the three seed Xavier. It'll be a hard fought game. It'll probably go down to the last few minutes, just like the Penn State game did. And if they lose that game, I don't think it changes the job he's done. I mean, obviously the ceiling is high and they can beat Xavier. And I think everybody wearing burnt orange would, would hope that they can advance there and force an Elite Eight game with Houston and, and take your chances. Same time, you know, the, I'm sure Chris Del Conte has had names in his head that he'd like to contact and, and would like to talk to, or maybe it has talked to. Same time, the guy right here who was given yeah. an opportunity has done one heck of a job. Yeah, and by the way, for... 
for the young guy who went to Lake Travis and, and then with the Jets. I mean, for Garrett Wilson, it's not like Texas didn't recruit you. It's like it's not like they said, no, we don't want that guy. We shut the door. You may not got recruited the way you wanted to be recruited. You may have not been a that they're at that time their top priority, but they did recruit him. I mean, nobody in their right mind wouldn't have recruited Garrett Wilson. So that's 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 okay to say, but I don't. There's no reason to take a shot. You chose to go somewhere else. You chose to go where you were born. Yes. You know, it's not like you didn't get recruited by Texas. I'm going to have to go back and look at the recruitment of Garrett Wilson. I know it got sour at some point, and it was a time when Tom Herman was kind of losing some of that trust on the recruiting trail, whatever the reasons. But um, either way, they did recruit him. Yes. It's not like nobody said, no, we don't, no, he's not good enough to be at Texas. No. That was never said. Now, Baker Mayfield. Well, and that's, that's he could be story. talking about other players from this area. Sure, I don't, and maybe there's there's within the athletes that play high level sports in this area. Maybe that's kind of a a thought, and it's, it wouldn't be wrong. There've been a lot of guys that have left and there's gone no play doubt elsewhere. Uh, but um, so either way, but uh, I, I'm my hat's in the ring for Rodney Terry. I think he's done an unbelievable job. I know yours is, and you know the, the athletic director and the university has to make that decision. But uh, uh, no matter where it goes from here, I think he has has shown. I thought that just the 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 team's support of him and then their response to him in big moments and the moves he made, just uh, really, really on point. And, uh, gosh, trusting Dylan to sue over and over again. We're not um, – there's, there's there's probably a, a thought for a guy who was a point guard back in his day for Rodney Terry to say, you know what, and our guards are our best players in this final three or four minutes. Let's let's get our best players. No, no, no. Keep feeding Dylan. Keep feeding Dylan. He's feeling it. There was never a wavering from that. And as we said, from 448 on in a three-point deficit – the Longhorns didn't miss a shot. Uh, they scored on you know six or seven straight possessions and got stops in key spots against Penn State, and that's why they won the basketball game. That last 448 was the difference in the game, and I thought great coaching and decision-making was a big part of it uh, for Rodney Terry. So uh, well done. Well done, uh, Longhorns, and let's get ready. Let's see if the Texas women can do it tonight. They've got their opportunity, and we'll hear from Vic Schaefer coming up. He's got a strong opinion of uh, Rodney Terry and the job that's been done here uh, since uh, December, January. Coming up, and his team has a big game tonight with Louisville, and I believe, I think Texas, remember, Texas lost to Louisville in the regular season way back in an early tournament when they were without Rory Harmon, the women did. So this will be a big one. This is four versus five. This is one of those coin flip kind of games. Texas should have the advantage of being on their home floor where they've been really good this year. Yeah, she had a bunch of assists yesterday. I mean, it wasn't, you know, in in their game. She didn't have to score a lot of points, but she had the assist to go along. The guards played well. Yeah. And the bigs played well. For the women, well, they just—I mean—you hold a team to forty points. Yeah, and uh, they, they, they i think there were three quarters where they didn't reach double digits in the quarter, scoring points. They just, you know, overwhelmed East Carolina with their defense and uh, got plenty of offense too. But a tougher test tonight with the Louisville Cardinals in town. Get out there to the Moody Center, six o'clock tip. Tickets available uh, to report the Longhorns on their way. Speaking of tickets, in addition to hearing from Vic Schaefer, we'll tell how you, tell you how you can win tickets to the men's and women's Final Four coming up. The Final Four, we're both teams could be if they keep playing the way they're playing. We'll pick it up on the other side. It's Beanie on a Monday. It's Bucky and Aaron. For granddad, I laughed at all his words. I thought he was a bitter man. He spoke of women's ways. Glad you're with us. It's the first day of spring this Monday, and it's a busy one. A lot to recap from the weekend that was. A lot to look forward to. This week is jammed again because the Longhorn men's basketball team is still playing. The women can extend their season with a win tonight at the Moody Center. 
Also, it should be noted that the top seed in their bracket, Longhorns, of course, was the four seed. Stanford went down to Ole Miss last night. So, path opens to South Carolina group still hanging out, though. Yeah, well, South Carolina is the prohibitive favorite. They haven't lost a game all year. But uh, just survive in advance. That's what you try to do at this time. The Longhorn men have done so twice. And now, you know, they're actually 5-0 and in these games because they won the Big 12 tournament, right? All you're trying to yep. do is survive in advance. So, they... they Handle these moments pretty well with a veteran team and Rodney Terry. And great news on your mom, E. That is, that, that's fantastic. I had the best one of the best weeks of my life last week when I got to see all seven of my grandkids in a matter of two days. I had never seen them all together at once. And my daughter, who, once she got here, and then, I'm, then I was mad at her for driving from Jacksonville, Florida, all the way to Austin, Texas, and back. Are you mad at her? She came to see you. I'm just sister. No, man, I'm like, come on now. Sister and kids. You drive that far with those three kids? What's your <laughs> husband do for a living? I mean, how busy is that, dude? I was, I was like on the way back. I'm like, you're riding through this storm, heading back to Baton Rouge. I'm like, where the hell is your husband at? Let me talk to that dude. But it was good to see. It was good to see them all. I hadn't hadn't seen them all. And man, oh man, I having grandkids is a little bit different than having kids. You know, you, when you get when you have, you can't pick a a favorite with your grandkids. E. You can pick the favorites with your kids. You know you can because you live with them, you know them, you smell them, you see them. And, oh, no, that's my favorite. That one over there, uh uh-uh, not so much. Love you, but you're not my favorite. Grandkids, they're all kind of the same me. You know what I mean? I don't have grandkids yet. I will let you know. Yeah. But I know my three kids, they're all very different. (laughs) They're very different. There you go. My my, my middle son had a birthday last night. We had uh, some, some dinner last night at the house. So... Yeah, you know, Nolan. Nolan was the one that was born on the radio show and almost born on 360. And yeah, now and you had to leave. You had to leave the damn show. Leave the show. Now Why, what the heck was that about? Well, I had, you didn't. What did you have to assist or something? Did you make an assist on drive, that? I had to drive, yeah. I had to drive. We almost had the baby in the car, Ty. We almost, so not me. cursing we, at me. She won't because you were saying like stuff you're saying right now. Just <laughs> like, um, you know. Where's he going? You know, Talladega Night situation. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, yeah. No, no, we nearly, she nearly had the baby. Uh, 360 on to 183, but uh, that was 22 years ago yesterday, and so we had a little birthday thing at the night. Yeah, my mom's leaving the hospital today, we think, which is great news. Yes. Uh, excited about that, and we're talking all things March Madness and uh, NFL. We'll get into this Cowboys and Brandon Cooks story. I like the move. I'm a, a Texans fan, so I've watched Brandon Cooks last couple of years in Houston. When he's got a good quarterback, he gets open. He catches the ball. He's uh, He's got some speed to him, so we'll talk some that NFL. He does. I wanted to hear the play this uh, Vic Schaefer Comment again. I think it's interesting and is the conversation surrounding Rodney Terry and uh, becoming the coach at Texas full time and big picture. I thought Vic Schaefer, as a coach himself, who you know sees Rodney Terry in this this team quite a bit uh, while he coaches his own team, had a, a pretty poignant uh, thought about well, what he's been watching from afar, watching what uh, Rodney's done with this staff and through all of the uh, the controversy and the, uh, the the turmoil they've dealt with. I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I'm really happy for Rodney and his staff and, and that team where they're playing at a high level. Um, you know, those guys, uh, they're, they're really – and they're nice kids too. I'm going to tell you, all those guys, y'all, when you pass them in the hallway, they always say, hi, coach, uh, how you doing? Um, they're, they're, they're approachable. Um, they're just good kids. 
and they're I'm mean, I'm so happy for him and staff. I know how hard they're working, and uh, you know, let me tell y'all what he's been able to do and holding that group together and seeing those guys playing as hard as they're playing for that group for that that staff and him. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like that. I've been around a long time, seeing a lot of things happen. I'm not sure I've ever seen anything like that. And uh, it, it's really there to be commended. And uh, they're coached. Those kids ain't just out there playing, y'all. They're, they're, being, they're being coached. They're doing stuff that you do within a system and a way of life. And um, I'm, really, I'm really happy for those guys. So, yeah, you know, um, it, it's just it's kind of what you sign up for here at Texas. So, you know that was that was based on a question about expectations, and I think the the, the questioner alluded to the fact that the Texas the men had made it through. Now you have a chance to make it through to the Sweet Sixteen, and uh, he was talking about all the you know just the expectation of the athletic department that uh, everyone competes in the top ten in the country in every sport. It's the uh, the bar that has been set, and that's why they've. They may win another Director's Cup this year, Buck, for the best athletic department in the country, and uh, that's just the expectation. And it's fair to say that Rodney Terry, in in the wake of what has happened, has stepped in and just he didn't drop the expectation one single bit. No, they raised it. No, they they kept on with their goals, and throughout all of this, Rodney Terry loses his father. Yeah, in the fall to go along with yeah, all, 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 all of this, man. Yeah, before all August. this start, back in August, lose your dad. And it's already going to be a struggle internally with yourself, and and and, and to coach. You know, on a daily basis, and then what happened with Chris Beard, and he has to step in there, and his team has to hold everything together, and that staff has to hold it together. But his personal strife, you know, losing your dad—that's that's a rough that's a rough year to start off your to your start off your well, basketball season. And again, I it's it's one of those it's a great lesson for all of us that when adversity does strike, how do mm-hmm. you handle it? Because look, you know, Rodney Terry left a head coaching job at UTEP. Chris Ogden left a head coaching job at UTR and did come here. When the Chris Beard thing went down, they could have been angry about that, right? They could have been like, "Come on, man!" Uh, not you know, angry at Chris Beard. They could have been angry at uh, you know the the, 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 the situation department, itself, yeah. the situation. Uh, but instead, the opposite was true. It was just, "Hey, you know, we, we're hoping the best for he and his family. We're we're going to control our side of this. Um, you know, we're we're still here at the University of Texas, and that's the one thing you know uh, with Rodney, and certainly with Chris Beard and then and this whole staff, Beard and, and Terry in particular, because." You know, Rodney may have gone to St. Edwards like I did, but he bleeds burnt orange at this point. And having been on on uh, Rick Barnes' staff for so long, we got several texts earlier that yeah, I, I was on a football team coached by Rodney Terry at Porter Middle School back in the day. You know, middle school, Bowie High School, climbing the ladder, and then you know we know where he's at now at 55 years old. Uh, but he loves this city. He wants to retire in this city, and he loves this university. So. Uh, there's there's a lot to to build on with that, and and he's shown he can flat coach. I mean, he can coach the game of basketball, and which is the most important thing, Buck. I've learned from you and from others and teachers. It's it's connecting. Absolutely, he connects with these players. They believe in him, and he believes in them. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah, and when you see their reaction to him when they win, it's you know they're looking for him to hug him. It's like uh, you know, that's that's something to build on right there. And and obviously we can say it's a ten year decision and that kind of stuff, but which is true. Yeah, I don't I, know what the future holds for Yeah, but we you know. know this guy's proven eight and now he's proven if if this needed to be shown, checking a box of he can coach in a sure. tournament. He can get a team ready for a tournament. And in the biggest of moments in that tournament, make the right adjustments, make the right moves. And gosh, with with Timmy Allen hurt at the Big Twelve tournament, going to the three guard lineup, getting the rotation right, and really running through that tourney, and then building around Dylan DeSue and 
you know, getting in this, that's what the tournament is. You're going to have different styles of play you have to face on a night-by-night basis, and you got to be ready with a quick turnaround. And I thought he is, and the staff, all of them get credit, and the, 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 the team itself for, yeah, for I never, think what he's never done, blinking. I think he and the staff, what they've done offensively, and t- started to let guys just get loose, let them play their offensive game. It was going to be about defense. I mean, Chris Beard brought that defense here, and they continue to still play that defense. But it's letting guys be their individual selves on the offensive end, I think, that has changed a little bit. Where the guys feel more free to be offensive-minded at times. That with Chris Beard, there was a ch- sense that you were kind of looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. If you missed a couple shots, and uh, they kind of played like that sometimes. But that's who's to know if Chris Beard's still here, if, if they're just far, just as far. Because uh, they were you know, a one-loss team when, when it all went down. So, But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to do what's right for the University of Texas and the program if you're the leadership of Texas. And it feels like, I don't mean, you, you can go out and hire a bigger name, but well, would sure. they do a better job? Well, and you've had him here for two stints. You should know him as a man. Yeah. Well, Rick Barnes would vouch for it. I mentioned earlier that uh, he was the lead recruiter on uh, on Kevin Durant. I'm inaccurate on that. Uh, Russell Springman was the lead recruiter on uh, on uh, Russell's KD. assistant coach. Yeah, somewhere else now, you know. yeah, he's now out coaching. But uh, uh, Rodney Terry was the lead recruiter on uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Daniel Gibson, Corey Joseph, Tristan Thompson. Uh, so to the point, because someone had said, "Can he recruit?" And well, that's what he was a great recruiter when he was an assistant coach at Texas. And and as I said, it, it, it's different recruiting talent when you're at UTEP or Fresno State than it is recruiting talent at Texas. You know the the ability to recruit the best players in the country. When he was Rick Barnes' assistant, he was one of the best recruiters in the country at the same time. He didn't recruit Kevin Durant, but just about every other great player was his his lead as the recruiter. So. Uh, I think it's our, it's hard to to argue that he can't recruit. Yeah, I'd be very optimistic that this group can't just go hit that portal if they have to and bring in some yeah. sensational players. Well, and that's that will fit what they're trying to do. You know, that's life when opportunity knocks. I mean, he when he was coaching at UTEP, he probably would have never been a candidate for this job, and he wasn't because Chris he, he was the coach there when Chris Beard was hired, uh, and Chris Beard you know went to hire him. But the, when the opportunity has come, he has shown his ability to coach head to head with with anybody and. Uh, in the Big 12 and now into this tournament. And I know you can recruit. I mean, that's that's been his strong suit as an assistant coach along the way. So, I mean, what's not to like about the guy, big picture? He wants to be here, loves the school, lives has a nice house, little house there in South Austin, and um, seems like a good fit at this point. But uh, that will be where that stands. Longhorns have business now. Now it's about getting ready for Xavier out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Just play the game. No undue pressure. Just go play like you've been playing. Everything will shake out. Yeah, go play it. Fear nothing. And that doesn't seem like this team does right now. And actually, it feels like they're getting more confidence because they believe in this this Dylan to sue now. Seriously? Was he making all those jumpers? Every one of them. Come on now. Well, I mean, you have you have that many good guards and then a Brock Cunningham and a Timmy Allen as kind of swing players, and now you've got a, an answer in the middle. Now, look, I'll say this. Xavier's got a big dude, too. Um, what's his game? Nunji? Big dude Nunji for Xavier. Yeah, they've got a couple. Yeah, he, he was their guards. leading scorer in their win yesterday. Nunji's a good player. I mean, this is going to be a well-coached team. Sean Miller's been a really good coach. And I know that, um, you know, when, when he was out at Arizona because of the recruiting issues with the Wildcats, the Musketeers were none too quick to snatch him back up because they know he's a really good coach and good coaches are hard to find. Uh, so they brought him back to Xavier despite some of the baggage. And here he is. He's got the, the Musketeers as a three-seed and into uh, the round of 16. That'll be, again, the final game. Final game of I mean, did, uh, Friday night. Did, did you think that Timmy Allen – I thought Timmy Allen played one of the better games he's played. I, I know Defensively, he didn't score. for sure. I mean, 
Well, he was the lead defender on the, the second team All-American. I mean, his kind of all-around game in that game was... We played 34 minutes. He grabbed 12 rebounds. He scored nine points. Okay. Um, and, again, he was the big-body primary defender on Jalen Pickett, and that, that's another advantage for the depth of Texas. Jalen Pickett is a you know second team All-American for a reason. He likes to body up smaller guards and take them into the paint. He did it to Texas A&M over and over again. And he didn't hack him. He didn't foul him. No. And look, I mean, look at the line for Jalen Pickett. Five for 13. Five for 13. He scored 11 points. He handed out one assist. That's a huge number. That means Texas didn't come off their guys when when he was back in Timmy Allen, and then you know occasionally they'd put other guys on him. But Timmy was the primary guy on him. I thought he did a heck of a job, and that's the unselfishness of this team. That you know, I I'll let Dylan DeSue score. I'll play defense. You know what I mean? That's, sure. It's a good mindset. Uh, it's it's a winning mindset for sure. But uh, take your thoughts on it. Uh, we get into we'll get into the NFL coming up in our next hour. Talk all the other stories of the day. The Jose Altuve injury for the Astros. How bad is it? Also, the uh, Brandon Cooks trade to the Houston Texans almost happened at the trade deadline back in October, if you remember. I think Dan Campbell's get a good guy, too. Yeah, Dan Campbell's are still adding pieces. Uh, And the Aaron Rodgers story... Is over? Is it done? No, he's going to be a Jet, but it's not going to be resolved anytime soon. We'll tell you why. We'll get into all that coming up, but right now it's a Craig Way Report. Where you get that from? Did someone want to tell you that? Did someone want to tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, Okay. No games, just gossip brought to you by the icy cold, frosty beverages, as we like to call Bud Lights. Bud Light skis all weekend long for your South by Southwest, Dish Falk Field. Also, uh, gosh, so many opportunities. Watching March Madness, watching your brackets get busted. Brackets get uh, whacked with top seeds going down. Uh, or rooting on the Longhorns and saying cheers. St. Patrick's Day was Friday. Hope you had a great one. And, uh... Had a kind of good old time with the St. Patty's Day. I, I do know that uh, Austin, Texas was jam-packed this weekend. You know that um, on Sunday, Austin Bergstrom International Airport provided information on the number of passengers arriving and departing from the airport since the beginning of 2023. And the airport said three of the spring spring break South by Southwest travel dates so far ranked in the top 10. So March 10th, 13th, and 12th, uh, three of the, the busiest days of the year at the airport. I'm assuming today will be another one. As people get on out of here, but then it's going to get busy again because here comes the Dell match play. Here comes NASCAR, who just had their race in Atlanta yesterday. They'll okay. be racing out at yep. uh, Coda. Moto GP rolled in. Yeah, the uh, I'm just speaking thinking specifically this week. You also have got the rodeo continuing, so still a lot to do in the ATX. It looks like it's going to warm up, which is a good thing. It is, and needless uh, to say, he will have an F1 season that'll be incredible too. Sergio fall. Perez with the win yesterday. Ah. Uh, well, you know, it, it's all about winning the pole. you got to get the pole. got to get the pole. And uh, Max Verstappen, who's been the dominant driver in F1, he had some engine trouble during qualifying and had to start from the back, middle of the pack. And Sergio Perez, the, the Mexican driver, got to get on the pole, and he uh, he won the race. Held the pole. Held the pole. They typically do. Speaking of Ty and his buddies. Typically they do. So, yeah, check up. Check up. One of the more, if you were out at the F1 race last year, you know there is a huge fan contingent. For Sergio Perez. Yeah, Ty, I remember when myself and Jimmy and Pam used to all get together in the same room. Not in the same bed, but in the same room. Yeah, nothing weird was going on. No, 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 no,
Not once. Not one time. Not one time, ever. Never one like uh, arousal moment. No, no, I was stimulant maybe, moment. No, maybe I was just a little slow, but no, didn't want to go there. That was my roommate. You had boundaries. We did have boundaries. Strong boundaries. I like this. No, needless to say, just she, was, she was sitting on the toilet one time, totally drunk, and I had to use the bathroom, and I had to take her off the toilet. Ty, why do I keep feeling like he, you guys live like a, like in a flop house or something? I mean, I just... I didn't, I didn't, living? I didn't wake her up. I just kind of picked her up and laid her on the floor. I had to like, go. Uh, it seemed like New Jack City or something. What the <laughs> oh hell's going on over there? <laughs> just kidding. Sounds like a, a Three's Company episode. It was a Three's Company episode. Hey, so uh, other salacious gossip. Buck hated to see this, but the passing... You see this story? Lance Reddick from The Wire, the John Wick movie. Oh, yeah. Passed away at 60 years old, only 60 years old. And there's a new John Wick movie that's just coming John out. John Wick 4. Yeah, and apparently uh, the cast of John Wick and uh, what's his name? Who plays John Wick? What's that guy's name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Reeves. The great actor. They've dedicated this episode, this season, this season, this, uh, this movie? The fourth to his his life. Well, don't worry. There'll be a fifth and sixth. I think it'll go Reddit. on. That was surprising. That'll go on until you can't stand it anymore. Today is uh, International... Day of Happiness, International Day of Happiness on this first day of spring. So that's good to know. Uh, and there's a little salacious gossip brought to you by the icy cold frosty Bud Lights. Let's get to your blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The morning blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, first blitz, are you up? Well, I was hoping for that Shaka Smart and Rick Barnes uh, matchup to happen, but it didn't happen. But, uh, hey, Aaron, the real reason why Aaron Rodgers is stalling is because March Madness is going on. You know the dude Prima Donna? He wants the center of attention. Is that the deal? Mm. Next, yeah. yeah next it's, really, it's really about the Packers, not really about Aaron Rodgers at this point. That's right. Next Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, somebody needs to thump Charles Barkley on the head here. I mean, if he's in Texas again for not hiring RT. If you hire the coach now, you're going to lose a step and you're going to go ahead and make this team exhale. Not during tournament time, okay? Do it afterwards and make it the big crescendo. By the way, he's made all the calls. He's made all the moves and he's got the message perfectly clear. Next Blitzer, you're up. Cake is baked. Turns out Tiberius or Tyrone is more Nero or Caligula. <laughs> Big cat orgies. Next blitzer, you're up. Speaking of the threes company, was there only mental mention that sound Audrey Lindley, aka Mrs. Roper, kind of sexy? Yes. Mr. Roper, yeah. Was, no, Mrs. Not. Roper. You don't want Mrs. Roper. Oh, Mrs. Roper? Wasn't she big redhead? Big hair? Is that I don't her? I don't remember her. I'm going to look it up. Next blitzer, you're up. Boom, shaka laka. Down, go, Shaka. Down, down, down. Hey, Next tournament, Tom Izzo. That was a bad matchup for him. Yeah, it was. Next Blitzer, talk to us. Yeah, hey, this is a Pastor Smasher. What's up, Smasher? I know what's going to keep on going and going and going so you're going to stop it. He's nuts. jeez. <laughs> oh, Next Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. Tell CDC it's really not that hard. I mean, take a look at what Shaka Khan man did at same old Shaka. And take a look at what Hot Rod Terry's bringing Hot to Rod the table, Terry. baby. Hot Rod Terry. That's Love a good it. one. I like that nickname. Next Blitzer, you're up. One of that big and bigger smart enough to realize that he just gave a black man credit. <laughs> Come on. Next Blitzer, talk to us. 
Going forward, the 20th hour on Friday is a defensive night with his best man on his wedding night. I wish I would have called oh! some of that. I didn't oh, hear you. Shut it down! Oh, Let's go home! All right, coming up, we'll get back into the uh, Longhorns, and but obviously some of the other top stories of the day. Ty had a big bet in addition to having been spooned by his buddy on Friday. <laughs> that may have led to the good luck he had. Right, that's a, good uh, luck. A money line bet on Fairleigh Dickinson cashed in there. Also a terrible bad beat if you had Gonzaga last night. Minus four and a half, one of the all-time bad beats. Also, with the Cowboys trade for Brandon Cooks, have they filled all their holes through free agency and uh, trades? Is that making it? If Bijan Robinson is available, is it more and more likely that the Cowboys would just gobble up the best player available? Take the best player. Did you see Bijan wearing number five in a Cowboys star? Come on now. How many jerseys would that sell? Man. Couple. We'll be back. BA, one more hour, but uh, by no means. Nearing done here on the Horn today. It's live and local and digital all day long, every day, right here on 1049, 1019, AM 1260. Always streaming on the Horn app, on your smart speaker, and at hornfm.com.